people who are used to living in a very city area, they tend to live in a very city area, area rather than a kind of rural area. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. Today's podcast is brought to you by Aurelia Pay. I use them personally for sending money to my Chinese suppliers from Hong Kong. It's a cross border payment solution between China, Hong Kong, and Southeast Asia. So when I need to make a payment to a Chinese supplier, I just hop online to place the remittance, pay to the Aurelia Pay's Hong Kong-based bank account, and Aurelia Pay will settle RMB within the same business day. So check them out online at www.aureliapay.com, A-U-R-E-L-I-A-P-A-Y.com, or check them out linked in our show notes. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in to another Global From Asia, episode 190, globalfromasia.com slash episode 190 for the show notes. Talking to some listeners lately and they're like, Mike, I wanted to get that link from the show. Can you send it to me? And uh, I'm like, it's we have a whole webpage, you know that? Angelica, a lot of people just listen to it on iTunes and they don't even know we have a website. <laughs> but we spend a lot of time on our website. So you guys can always enjoy the we have a nice photo. We have the, a lot of the text, sometimes even transcriptions, the links, anything downloadable is always on the show notes. So the URL is for this one, globalformation.com slash episode 190. It is back to school time. Angelica, did you have fun with, do you remember going back to school days? Yeah, especially when I was in college. I really enjoy um, our like, subjects when it comes to programming though i'm not really into programming but i really enjoy the the formulas oh, interesting. <laughs> wow computer girl here nice <laughs> and yeah i remember those i just at least in the u.s they always have back to school sales i think everywhere in the world probably but you know your pencils and your backpacks and and stuff and everybody's yeah, yeah so my kids going to school first time, kindergarten this time. Wow. Yeah, we already signed Great. them up. <laughs> yeah. He's been running around the house too much these days in the summer. So we did a mm-hmm. summer school for him, but it was only three weeks long. So all of August he's been here. But yeah, soon he'll be okay. s- soon he'll be in school, mm-hmm. Miles. And mm-hmm. we have the member series. I know you we we've had some calls quite a bit about it and the first one's coming up. Do you want to share a little bit what's happening, Angelica? Yeah, the member series is going great. Um I've already talked to um few of our members and the first one is going to be Andy Church. So he's really a great guy. I was able to talk to him uh, and he shared his stories and um, about his company, and it's really great. And I'm hoping that we can, you know, publish the blog this coming Wednesday. Yeah. And um, hoping for the next member uh, will be Oswaldo. So that is our second lineup, and um, hopefully the third one is Russell Russell oh, Smith. Nice. So. Yeah, it's been great and um, I hope to get the the blog going and hopefully we will be able to um, see or yeah, I um, the members to like engage or um, read the blog as well. Yeah, I 
I've been getting some previews of the stories and even I'm learning about some of our insights of some of our members. So you guys mm-hmm. can check that out at globalformation.com slash VIP dash members and it will list the series as it's going and uh, basically trying to make it more insightful about how they started to do business internationally, a little bit about them, about mm-hmm. their business, their stories, photos. So Andy Church is, yeah, is, a, is an amazing guy, businessman. He's on, he was on a podcast too at globalfromasia.com slash episode 99 talking mm-hmm. about his company Insight Quilt quality and he's talking about you know quality control inspections in china so definitely check out that podcast as well and uh all right so for this week's show we have with us we're in japan have you ever been to japan angelica um no (laughs) (laughs) but i would love to (laughs) yeah we should get you over there Uh, i have only been once not even in the main part i was just in uh oh man i'm forgetting the name in the very south island uh, and, uh, we have with us one of the most popular bloggers, uh, in Japan about tech. I met him at the Rise conference, mm-hmm. Masuru Ikida. He is, he has got an English blog at thebridge.jp. And I was really fascinated. We're on a rooftop recording this at the, uh, at the networking sessions. And I even learned about cities in Japan, about business. Some actually stuff that I think listeners probably have never heard, even if they've been to Japan. He's talking about ways to get grants for your startup, even as foreigners, different cities, different policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's pretty deep. I know we're trying to be global from Asia, right? So a lot of times I know we talk yeah. about China, but we're going into Japan and last week was Taiwan. The funny thing mm-hmm. about last week is somebody already commented to us, Taiwan is China, but uh, I don't want to get political. Okay. Don't want to get yeah. political, but it's <laughs> different because there was, if you guys yeah. know, you import into China from Taiwan. If it was the same country, why do I have to pay taxes to go from Taiwan into Ch- China? That's my question for that person. I'm not political. I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Japan is definitely its own country and its own policies. Mm-hmm. And let's listen in. This is episode 190, Global from Asia. Okay. So live from a rooftop bar <laughs> yeah. in Sham Shui Po. We're not live, but uh, we are recording here. And today is it's the first day of RISE conference. And we're making some great connections. And I just got to meet the co-founder of The Bridge. It's a great blog about Japanese startups. Uh, Masoro Ikira. Yes. And... You've been doing this for quite some time, and we were talking over dinner about your story. And today, yep. I think you know we're we're venturing into different parts of Asia, and, and Japan's a great market, and mm-hmm. we haven't really had too much on the show uh, of Global from Asia about it. So thanks for coming on. For Thank this. you. Thank you for having me here. Sure. So you've been to Hong Kong before, right? You seem pretty familiar. Uh, I think I've been here um, uh, for over twenty years. Uh, so the first time I visited here was uh, maybe it was probably 20 years ago. So I used to, uh, people used to use still Kaitaku Airport rather than the Hong Kong International Airport. Mm-hmm. So that was before the, uh, Hong Kong was handed over to China. Actually. Wow! So that was a long time ago. So uh, since then I've been here more than I don't know how I, I I've never counted that that how many times we have I have been here, but. 
maybe uh, once a year at least I visit here. Very, yeah. very cool, very cool. And so, tell us a little bit about the bridge for those that aren't familiar. It's a pretty famous blog and about Japanese startups. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've I've come across it. Yeah, we actually started the, this blog, which the blog called the the bridge. Almost like five or six years ago, it was previously known as startup dating because we started off with the uh, the concept, the organizing the meetup. Okay. Uh, so, startup dating, which is a kind of the dating site for startups, something like that. Yep. Something yep. like that. That was the original concept of that. But we shifted our concept into the uh, publication side. That's why we we rebranded into the the bridge because uh, the previous name gave us a. Uh, some problem in terms of SEO, search engine optim- optimization, because the the previously the the startup dating is the driving the many traffic from the uh, the people oh. who are interested in the dating sites. That's yeah, why we branded sure. ourselves into the bridge. It's true. The, even uh, I hear I I know what startup dating is, but of course. <laughs> so aiming to the bridge the uh, uh, different type of the uh, the people or different type of the uh, how they say. Uh, the startup community or something like that. So uh, the fact that we are doing is um, bridging the investor side and entrepreneur side or startup side and then the corporate side mm-hmm. and also the Japanese startup with the uh, foreign startups or something like Very that. Cool. That's why we named so that in that way. It seems like it's four four then. Four different sides. Four different... Maybe three or four. Three or four. I know, I've never counted that. <laughs> All right. That's great. It's a lot. And, and then we were talking at dinner more about... It's been. Tw- you said you started blogging or writing in twenty years ago. Uh yes, I, yes, uh, I, I started the, my career as a programmer and the engineer uh, when I was twenty years old, uh, just uh, after graduating from the university. So it was probably like twenty years ago, but um, there was no uh, concept like startup out there at that time. So. When I started public, uh, writing about the writing for publication, uh, it's totally about the whole IG industry. Uh, like um, there's no uh, internet access. We used to use the kind of UUCP, which is oh. Unix to Unix copy or something like wow, that. Wow, very cool. It's like um, the, it's uh, maybe the the older people are familiar with that, but uh, it's like um, kind of the uh, sending someone. Emails by copying the file from the uh, source side to the destination side, kind of des- destination side, kind of thing. So just the, wow. the very beginning of the internet era. Man, you've been involved since the very early stages. <laughs> Was it in English or Japanese? Uh, I start uh, when I started. That's it's totally in Japanese because yeah. I have no skill in writing uh, in Japanese at that time. Uh, in in English at that time. So and also just know where I can kind of the startup at that time. But so. The, the the concept of the startup were kind of the such co- sort of the the coin war was uh, popping up uh, maybe ten years ago kind of thing right right so um, then I started off writing about more like startup side because you know uh, if we if we follow the very cutting edge or technology or kind of the very ahead of the IT industry that's usually conducted by the people. Around the startups. That's mm-hmm. why we started for. Uh, I started maybe. I started for in the what's happening there, and then I really keen. I'm very very keen to tell what they are doing to the global community. That's why we also have English site as yep. well Which is as great. the Japanese site as well. Which yeah. is great. So let's let's dive into the 
you know, into, I was going to say Tokyo. Would you say Japanese market or would you say like different? Like I've, I've never been to Tokyo. It's on my list, but I've been to Okinawa, I told you, mm. which is doesn't really count. It's like a very tropical area. It's like a vacation area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. really a market. Mm. Would you say there's different types of, I mean, I'm sure there are, but what would be the, I, is it Tokyo is a main market you would say, or is there other, over, other yeah. markets? Yeah. I think the uh, more than 90% of the old Japanese startups are usually based in Tokyo. But if you talk about what city is uh, a big startup hub in Japan, it's probably Fukuoka and Kyoto. Fukuoka right. is, uh, uh, for those who are not familiar with the uh, Japanese, um, um, I don't know, geography, I mean, the Fukuoka is a very western part of Japan. And Kyoto is a uh, kind of western city, which is very famous for kind of... Uh, uh, Climate change, the kind of things, actually. Kyoto Accord, the kind of things, right? Kyoto, I've heard, I've heard of. So, Fukuoka is, is um, getting more vibrant in terms of startup community because, which is, they, they are too far from the Tokyo. So, so um, the people in Japan typically think about they are likely to rewrite on the capital, I mean, the Tokyo. But Fukuoka is very far from Tokyo. So, they are looking at the... Uh, being more like I'm kind of the hub in the whole Asian startup community. Because the uh, Fukuoka is uh, closer to Seoul or Shanghai rather than going to somewhere like Tokyo, actually. Oh, okay. That's why they are looking at the uh, getting along with the uh, the other Asian cities like um, Hong Kong as well, Shanghai, Taiwan. And then the local government started the, uh, the new initiative, especially for helping the foreign startup to set up the uh, local subsidiary in there, out there. And then they're also providing uh, government grants uh, kind of things. Government grants for going abroad? Yeah. or for uh, Government grants for um, the both maybe. Government grants for local startup expand their business into other countries as well as the uh, inviting some startup from foreign countries to set up their office in Fukuoka. Okay. Or especially for, especially for hiring local people to their, for their business. Yeah, makes kind of sense. Thing. So... Yeah. If I make correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, but I'll summarize is so Tokyo is kind of like domestic market, domestic domestic startups, and then like seems like in South, like Kyoto and these other cities are more international, or they're doing business with Shanghai, Hong Kong, and yeah, other Tokyo places. Tokyo is um, it's it's quite in- what's interesting about that is that, you know Silicon Valley is um kind of it's very homogeneous. Uh, I don't know how to say it. it's um very. They can make business and make their business profitable only within Silicon Valley because mm-hmm. Silicon Valley has a bunch of the opportunity out there. They are looking at the uh, other business opportunity outside Silicon Valley, but um, their business is usually it's um, completed within that region, actually, right? But if you look at the uh, how the, the people in European countries or how the people in uh, entrepreneurs, I mean. Uh, or startups in Asian countries are doing, they are looking at the uh, opportunity outside their region because yeah. um, the, their cities or their local community is very small in terms of the uh, making business, right? So, um, yeah, but, but what's, what's in Tokyo is, um, Tokyo is a very tiny city that, yeah, as I told you before, um, more than 90% of the all Japanese startups are out there. But at the same time, Japanese investors are also based out there. So they, all, the, all of them, I mean, the both sides of the investor size and entre- entrepreneur size are located in a very walkable distance. I see. So it's very, it's, 
very totally different from the other uh, startup community on, in the world, probably. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So they, uh, so they are likely to do anything domestically without thinking about uh, being global, kind of. So, but I need to, very want to uh, have them change their mindset because we are facing the problem like um, kind of the aging society or uh, kind of things, and then our population is uh, very getting small. So uh, we need to see more opportunity outside the country. So. In order to help them do doing that, do that, um, we need to help them. Um, how they say? Uh, have more global mindset. True. Global from Asia. <laughs> yeah, or, the, yeah. or your bridge. The yeah, bridge. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's what we're both passionate about. This, which is awesome. It's a. Uh, so I, I, you know, I, I don't have. I'm just. I'm happy to have you on a show. I don't have much experience in Japan. Uh, I went to Okinawa and I was helping a lot with Startup Weekend in the past. Mm. And when I talked to other startup weekend organizers from Tokyo, they said it was very shy culture, <laughs> introverted. It was hard for them to get the people to come to the events or to come to interact with other people. Um, so maybe what I want to ask is uh, engaging with the local market, especially as a foreigner, is it difficult to inter- to kind of get to know the local I think people have people have a very open mindset but you know the traditionally the I think that the, the keeping the, keeping the silence is a, probably something like a, the, a sort of the virtue for Japanese people <laughs> so the people are, are traditionally not used to start interacting with the uh, unfamiliar people okay but um, yeah but actually the younger generation is um, probably something different from the uh, typical Japanese people say that. Okay, so younger people. Is- yeah, 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 yeah. So, and also, the, 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 what's good about that is um, Japanese uh, education system uh, has recently, not recently, maybe a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know how many years ago that was. But actually, the, the, the Japanese Ministry of Education changed the, the system uh, about the English running, English, English running, actually. So, uh, younger generation is... Um, they usually have um, uh, run the English conversation uh, during the, how do you say, it's elementary school. Elementary school or English school. English kind of. So they, the, the elementary school usually hire someone like a um, native speaker from the uh, English-speaking country for their students. Nice. So they are uh, better at the, I mean, the younger generation are better at the uh, speaking or interacting there uh, with the uh, English-speaking person uh, than the, the generation like us. I so. see. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That's good for, for the international market mm. and uh, and what you're trying to do and what we're doing. So would you say then for somebody to enter the Japanese market, seems like Tokyo is the place to go? Uh, it depends. Uh, Tokyo is, um, yeah, it's a huge market. Uh, it's It's... It's probably it has more than uh, 10 million people out there in terms of the population. So uh, it's very a very big opportunity out there. But actually, there's other choices. Uh, one is probably Fukuoka, and the other thing is Kyoto, Kyoto actually. Kyoto is, uh, yeah, what's good about Kyoto is uh, it's very famous for 
Asian, um, I don't know how to say, it's a traditional, I don't know, it's, an, it's very Japanese city out there, right? It's very popular for uh, visitors uh, from outside Japan. But, but what's, many, uh, what's good about the startup is um, the city has a bunch of the universities, which means that they are bringing a bunch of the university students, which uh, they may be a potential talents for startups. Exactly. So, so it's quite easier to hire Uh, good trends for startup comparing to the uh, um, doing that in Tokyo or somewhere else. So, so is it for finding talent? Do, do they also stay longer? Like, I know there's always this fight for talent, in, mm. especially developers and technical talent. Uh, we've had other shows where, especially in big Chinese cities, big tech companies will just steal or want double salaries or do anything to take uh. developers away. Is that safer in, in these uh, cities, you think, in Japan? Or is there ways uh, to protect? Yeah, yeah, but actually, it's, it's, I think it's totally different from what's happening in China, actually. Um, I've never heard of the kind of the, 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 the salaries are uh, totally different uh, city by city kind of things. I mean, the, yeah, in terms of living expense, Uh, so if you want to pursue the quality of life, which is QOL, yep. you, you'd better go to the countryside. It's not called country, but actually you'd better go to the somewhere outside Tokyo, like okay. um, Fukuoka or Kyoto. Fukuoka or Kyoto, the, those cities are very famous for offering uh, good quality of life for the people. As far as just uh, general life or is the cost must be lower uh, too? Living is... expense or uh, the, and then they um, the, uh, or commute commute oh, I don't know how to say it. it's how long you will take for commuting oh, commute oh, or like travel time travel time commuting, commuting time Russia work Russia, so Russia crowdedness I've or seen pictures of, in Tokyo people hmm. crushing the each other into the door to get in before the door closes. If you stuff. have your family members, yeah, the typical people are likely to have their home somewhere like um, uh, at least 30, 30 minutes away from the city center by train. So it's, uh, it's probably far from the... Uh, it's, yeah, if you take uh, 30 minutes a day for one way from your home to the workplace, Uh, you will consume the one hour per day yeah. for, only for transportation, right? Yeah. So it's very wasting, right? Is so it? that's for that's for Tokyo, you say? That's for Tokyo, yeah. Is But that... if you live in to Kyoto or um, kind of the Fukuoka, uh, you can easily have your um, place to live in the very, uh, very near the uh, downtown or kind of city center kind of things. So it's... Um, well, why... But I mean, is it because of cost in Tokyo? Is that it's why people... The main reason is the cost. Mainly is in the cost. It's, um, it's, it's probably the same with here in Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong or, Kong, I think, is similar. Like, we're out in Shamshui Po on a rooftop. It's kind of fun. But mm. yeah, this is a little bit further out. It's not so... This is, well, actually, it's, you can... This is a lower cost living area. The one reason they're living, living expense or cost of that. And then the other reason is probably environment. Mm. Uh, yeah, they get a bigger... More comfortable place. More comfortable place with the uh, 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 very natural environment with the uh, uh, forest or kind of the green thing or I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Yeah, so, more uh, greenery kind of uh, nature. Yeah. I've had the same thing uh, when I visited the, the uh, Cambridge in UK. 
Yeah, I asked some people in Cambridge, um, some entrepreneurs in Cambridge that、uh, if they have、uh, thought about they're moving to London, which is more convenient, but they usually、uh, refuse that because they are usually prioritize their kind of QOL.、Mm, which yeah. Is, Cambridge is、uh, very surrounded by a very natural environment, natural good, good things like that. I can, I can picture these gardens. Yeah. I don't want to sound ignorant, but bonsai trees, is that real? I remember that in the US.、Oh, there are many trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then, but I mean, you work online, but you still need to be in Tokyo.、Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a blogger, you're writing, you, but I guess you need to go to events or you, you, but you can probably work from home or work anywhere, right? I mean, do, is there many people like, is people still going to office? Is it still this traditional? I mean, even in Hong Kong, there's this huge commuting too, but I mean, is there, do you know people that live, like sell online? We have a lot of listeners that are e commerce sellers like Amazon FBA and others. Are they,、uh, are they living throughout Japan or do they, everybody seems to still have to live in Tokyo or?、Um, well, Um, yeah,、uh, as I told you, actually, that, that they can work everywhere without doubt, actually. But people tend to live、uh, in the very city areas because of the convenience, maybe.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it's、um, convenience because、um, you know, the, it's like cosmopolitan. I don't know. It's not, cosmopolitan. It's, it's not kind of cosmopolitan, but actually, the, the people who are used to living in the、uh, Very city area. They, need, they tend to live in a very city area, area rather than a kind of rural area, right? Is it true? So, so, yeah, with that kind of online technology, they don't need to stay in a very urban area, but they usually want to live in the very city areas, kind of,、mm. which is very interesting. All right. This is, I'm still not sure how to pronounce that. I know Kyoto and, of course, Tokyo. Isn't there、uh, some others like Osaka? I feel like that's、uh, a popular one. I haven't heard you mention. Yeah, Osaka is.、Um, Osaka is.、Uh, I was born in Osaka, actually.、Oh. I raised there. And yeah, so I'm very familiar with that. But Osaka is.、Um, it's a very commercial city. So they are very good at making money through the business. But it's, I think they are not so much good at the.、Uh, um, how do you say? Creating talents or digging the talents, maybe.、Uh, digging, I don't know how to say.、It. Digging the talents from the. Like an entrepreneurial risk taking, not, not risk taking big risks. Mm, 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 Interesting. Mm. Too much focus on making profitability through business. Short Because term. In order、yeah. to help the、uh, entrepreneur grow, you need to give the kind of a. You need to take a risk, risk by investing in someone, kind of thing, right? But I think the old people is not. So much、uh, good at the in terms of that. So, okay. So, Kyoto is better in terms of that. Kyoto is、uh, not so far from Osaka. It's probably 20 minutes away from Osaka by train, but Kyoto and Osaka are totally different in terms of the people's mindset. <laughs> awesome. So, I'm like trying to picture this in my mind, but this has been great. And I know you're not familiar with Amazon, but you probably buy Amazon. I mean, I know a lot of listeners are selling more and more talking about Amazon、uh, Japan mm, mm. as a market. But、uh, would you say that's a, I mean, as far as e commerce in Japan? Lactane is、uh, much stronger in terms of that.、Right. Amazon is also strong、uh, because they are 
offering the kind of the same day delivery or those kind of the convenient um, services, but which recently caused a big problem for courier、uh, services industry actually, because you know. Courier service, you know, courier service. I don't know how to say in a kind of the delivery、um, courier,、uh, like、yeah, VHL yeah, like, or yeah, kind like, of、uh, yeah, shipping, kind of shipping, shipping company, kind of companies.、Yeah. In order to offer,、uh, keep offering the kind of the same day delivery or those kind of thing, it's quite、uh, hard for kind of shipping companies to doing that. Keep doing true, that, true. right? But the Amazon was、um, the they were、um, kind of. Aggressive or pushing? Yeah, they are aggressive, pushing very, very massive about that. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine knowing Amazon. We talk about it a lot in the show. So,、uh, so they recently stopped doing that. So no more same day delivery.、Uh, I think so. Or, so the next time,、uh, next day delivery is still still available. Actually, but same day delivery is no longer available. Maybe because you know, you know the、um, shipping companies are tiring in terms of that. From that, that's why. So yeah, interesting. So there's rock, rock, rock ten, rock ten. Yes, yeah, that's a big. They they've been growing even yeah, outside that's, of Japan, that's, that's but probably yeah, that's probably one of the one of the big companies in the internet industry in Japan. But they are trying to expand internationally, so they have set up their、uh, local presence in Taiwan, China, whoever. Uh, what about、uh, Singapore as well, Jakarta? But they、mm. totally failed. <laughs> oh no! But they're still really good in Japan, right? So they're better、mm. than they're still top above they, Amazon and and others. They, they are good. They are good at doing a business in Japan, but、um, yeah. But actually, international expansion pension is very it's very hard for even for the big company like Lactin as well. So,、mm. so it's 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 very insightful for. <laughs> Startup who are looking at the global expansion, maybe. Yeah, interesting.、Mm. So then, for the selling, could、uh, third-party sellers? I mean, tons of people sell on Amazon, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with different e-commerce strategies. But would you say there's any, any, any kind of tips or differences about selling in to Japanese consumers on e-commerce? Hmm. Well, Japanese. I mean, hmm. Yeah, I think the many Japanese people are. are Usually, uh, uh, usually the use of many、um, the bunch of the、uh, e-commerce services,、uh, including the、uh, Rakuten, uh, Amazon, or whatever、uh, other fashion. Fashion is also the sweet spot for Japanese people as well, especially for female、uh-huh. and、uh, younger generation, like twenties、uh, or thirties or those kind of guys,、uh, women.、Mm-hmm. Yes. So、um, and cosmetics as well. So yeah. So, I'm sure. Well, everybody likes quality. Is quality and price? I mean, I'm trying to just think of. We talked about Germany selling to Germany a while ago, and、mm-hmm. you know, I think sometimes American marketing is a little bit promising a lot of things, right? Like we are, you know, we say the best or the greatest, or we talk really positively about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, Overly and sometimes like German customers don't like that hyperbole they call it or you know making things sound better than they are. So I don't know if in Japan it's better to、oh. say like、uh, what kind of style should you write your.、Um, in terms of the、uh, how to promote the staff and、uh, kind of the 
kind of the typical infomercial kind of things, actually. They uh, usually, like, behave the, how they usually uh, talk about how, how, feel they, uh, how they feel there when, you, when, you, they, when they use the kind of products and kind of things. Okay. But, yeah, it's, it's probably, it's, it's, e-commerce is totally westernized in terms of that. <laughs> oh, well, well, that's good for sellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, getting towards the end, thank you so much for your time here mm-hmm. on this relaxing evening. Yep. But, uh, so if someone's trying to come to the Japanese market, I guess, well, you have events, right, for your, for your blog. What, would that be good? What's some good ways uh, maybe Western or foreign businesses can best integrate or connect in the market when mm. they get there? Mm. So there are many uh, contact, contact points in Tokyo. Uh, I think one thing is, um, as I told you before, um, Fukuoka City. Fukuoka City has, you know, the city set up the, uh, the physical place called uh, Startup Hub. Uh, it's an, it's an, the name is Fukuoka Startup. Uh, I'm going to name it that exact name of that. Sorry, we, but can, actually, we can link it in, or you can tell yeah, me yeah, yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah. But actually, uh, that was, uh, the, the place used to be an elementary school. But, uh, you know, but in Japan, there are many elementary schools uh, shut down because of the uh, uh, lost birth rate. Because you just, uh, yeah. the population of the uh, children going, is going down. Crazy. So we have no we don't need to uh, so many elementary uh, schools out there. So, so the, some of the elementary schools are having um, renovated into the kind of startup half. So the one, one, the one of that is the, the Fukuoka's one. So that has the um, there is a kind of the it's physical startup half. So which is maybe very like on kind of the, uh, I've never seen the the. the it's probably similar to like a startup campus. You know, have you ever been to the uh, Google campus in London or kind of the Station F, which is recently opened in Paris or kind of, no? I can imagine. I mean, uh, yeah, I no, could, from, it's like a school. It's like a campus, like university. Yeah, kind of. Do you live there or you just work there? Uh, it's, it's only for work, actually. It's, 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 like an, it's like a combination of the co-working spaces kind of things, but... but but beyond that, they usually offer many uh, assistance for doing a business. Yeah. So city, government. So is it financial or? Like- financial or connecting people or some other stuff or like um, helping people, uh, helping entrepreneur get intellectual property by connection to patent lawyers or kind of. So there are many, um, they're offering many uh, assistance services out there. All right. So, um, so those kind of facilities or kind of the organization are probably informative, informative and helpful for foreign entrepreneurs to set their uh, business out there. Okay. The other thing is um, in Tokyo, actually, Tokyo Metropolitan Government has their own uh, assistance in initiative, especially for foreign entrepreneurs as well and the government as well. And also other institutions called JETRO, which is a Japanese uh, trade organization kind of things. They also have their, their own assistance initiative for entrepreneurs to expand their business in Japan as well. So that's, those kind of things are probably a good touch point for entrepreneurs too. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't even heard of this area. Mm. It's a city. I'll have to type it up correctly. How do you spell it? That- JETRO? 
J E T R O, Japan X J E T R O, which is uh, uh, yeah, you can find that with that. Yeah. yeah, I think I also mean the city. There's Fukuoka, which is F U K U O K A. Uh, Fukuoka. All right. So some people say that it's Fukuoka. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that'll help me remember. <laughs> yeah, they occasionally call themselves in that way, but it's no problem. Maybe. <laughs> All right. But, but yeah. And then back to what you're doing. So the maybe how people can find you that you have an English blog too. It's been yep. very many years. So yep. how can how can people find out more about you guys and? Ah, uh, it's called the Bleach. So. T-H-E-B-R-I-D-Z-E dot J-P slash E-N. So if you, if you enter the bridge simply, uh, you will reach to the, uh, you will reach the Japanization of our website. Mm-hmm. So uh, you need to add uh, slash E-N after yep. the uh, address. Sure, uh, we'll that will bring you to the English, uh, our English site. So the bridge dot J-P slash E-N yes. for English. Yes, yes. And then you also have event meetups in Japan. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we do that. Yeah, we have our own space near Shibuya, which is a five-minute walk from the station, uh, Shibuya station. So uh, we usually have a meetup with the uh, startups or entrepreneurs or corporates cool. uh, on a weekly basis. Weekly meetup. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Hey everybody! Hope you guys enjoyed that one. I like going to Japan. We've had we had one with Davide Rossi too, the Italian entrepreneur, doing it there earlier in the in the year. So it's uh, it's all about going global from Asia. The Japan seems like a very unique market. I've talked to some other clients in our agency as well as members and 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 listeners. And yeah, Japan seems very very different than the rest of the world, as well as mainland China is. So. We are going to go all around Asia. I think still, I mean, of course, mainland China, Hong Kong, places where we have a lot of our focus. But I always appreciate feedback from everybody. Everybody. Mike at globalfromasia.com. I check my emails. I do have the team help back me up because emails are a lot. But I do like to hear from you. And those that give me great feedback, I do really, really appreciate iTunes reviews. The iTunes gods say reviews are one of the best ways, just like an Amazon. So you guys, Amazon sellers should understand iTunes reviews help. It's free and it takes a few minutes. Just go into your iTunes app on your computer, not your phone, and find Global From Asia. And then go to the second tab at ratings and reviews and leave a review. I refresh them. I'm hitting refresh right now on some software that checks apps reviews and I will read them out on the show haven't gotten one for about a few months so they do help and I do appreciate all of them that we have have about 41 now as far as this app says so I appreciate all 41 of you and it does help the show that's all I got for today again show notes pictures other fun stuff globalfromasia.com slash episode 190 getting close to that 200 gonna hit the hit that before the end of the year it seems then we also got the e-commerce series on fridays thank you everybody for tuning in supporting the show bye-bye 
To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.